0: I really love my dad. He was the first man in my life to say, I love you, you're beautiful, I'll protect you. As I grew up, he was the man who loved me unconditionally and gave me every opportunity to try new things and to succeed. He also modeled a life of great courage, think missionary man, and a man of great faith in God. His relationship with Jesus was real and he wasn't perfect, but as I look back, he tried his very best. He was always kind and strong, a handyman, a learner, a reader. And now he's in his 70s, refusing to retire. He's writing blogs, producing a podcast, writing more books, producing online YouTube content. He's busy with purpose and intention. And I wish more men were like my dad. And I know not all of you have had good or great dad experiences, but I hope that you experience and know God as father and that you lean into God's character of love and peace and comfort, and you know that the relationship with God is one of unconditional love. So I'm thankful for you, Dad, Paul Esterbrooks. This show is dedicated to you. It's one of my favorite past See, Here Love shows, highlighting our dads. So happy Father's Week and Father's Day to all the men who are dads stepdads, mentors, uncles, men who lead and model for the next generation, great love. And I hope you enjoy this show as much as I did. Well, welcome to See, Here Love, and happy Father's Day and Father's Week. And we're so glad you have joined us today. I'm your host, Melinda, and we've got a great show for you today. Advice, stories, more advice from our dads and husbands and from dads all around the world, and even a story from a single dad parenting four young girls. It's gonna be a great show, and I'm glad you're all here today. Thank you. Yeah. We've got lots to talk about, about dads. So let's start off with our favorite most impactful or meaningful advice from our dads or husbands, because we've got some husbands and they've given advice to the kids. So Mm. who
1: would like to go first, giving advice? I mean, I would always, I love talking about my dad. Yeah, I, I okay, think... name, let's say name. Okay, so his then. name is Rick Nichols. And okay, he's Rick. just like a handsome, sweet man, <laughs> and I love him. Oh, hey. okay. And yeah, I think like, there's so many funny things I can think of because my dad is hilarious, but you know, when I was a kid, he always just said like, Brooke, work hard and put Jesus first. Mm. And I mean, I watched my dad like, give up um, like a nine to five job that he was working to support. I was not yet born actually, and he gave up his job to pursue a career that he was so passionate about. And so he started his own... Mm-hmm. you know with his wife pregnant with me and Two brothers and he gave up a job to uh, be a motivational speaker. So, <laughs> so he would I go for 25 it. years, he traveled like the world like training wow. massive corporations. And I love it. That's oh, awesome. I it. I know. So what was what did he say the advice? He said work hard and put Jesus first. Work and, hard and put Jesus first. You know, I like, like I have this cute memory that he'd always put on these boxing gloves because when he'd walk into a room, his theme song was Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> he'd walk with I love boxing gloves on. I'm like, oh I love him. <laughs> oh that's <laughs> good.
0: That's really good advice. So work hard and put Jesus first.
2: Love it. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, thanks, Rick. Good advice, Rick. Okay, who's up next? Who would love to Well, my dad is in many ways the opposite of that (laughs) because public speaking would be the opposite of what he would want to do. He's always been a very quiet kind of guy. And so the things that he's taught me have been much more about how he acted and carried himself than it was about the things he said. He was a man of less words mm-hmm. uh, growing up. And so he would say things to me like, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And more right. than anyone else, he, I've never seen anyone else have as much follow through on that as he did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, you know, every morning I remember as a kid coming downstairs and he would be reading his Bible over his breakfast. Mm. And uh, that was just something that he didn't talk about. He, mm. didn't, he wasn't showy about it, mm. but he just did it every single morning he was very faithful, determined to get us to church, determined to raise us in the church, and determined to live a life in front of us that modeled that. But he did it very quietly most of the time. Yeah. It's beautiful. So Mm -hmm.
0: his advice, like your yes be yes. Yeah,
2: your yes be yes and your no be no. And he also would say, Joanna, Get on with it. <laughs> Just get on
0: with it. Just keep like going. Enough of yeah. the talking and more of the doing. Yes. It the That's such a dad <laughs> thing, eh? All right. Yeah, we talked a lot. Let's go. Awesome. And dad's name? Dan. Dan. All right, Dan. Thank you for that good advice. All right, who's
3: up? Lisa? Um, My dad, his name is, it's a Korean name, obviously, um, Park geun Oh, uh, wait. Say it again. geun so we
1: call him Ken.
3: Um my dad's like a goofball. Which is funny because it's in many ways all, not me. Right. Um, because he, I love studying a love school. He's the guy that sat in the back and ran out of class all the time. <laughs> um, and But he also valued education because he didn't have that opportunity because he was born pre-war um, Korea. Oh, yeah. And so he grew up in post-war Korea. It was very, very difficult. So when he immigrated to Canada, it was when you study, you study hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you play, when you play hard. And he had also another one because um, Korean culture tends to be very patriarchal, favoring the first son. Sons. And he loved my brother, and he loved both of us. But he always knew that the culture was kind of set against the girls. So he said, "If you're going to do something, do it better than the boys." Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. you, Dad. That's
0: awesome, that's and awesome. you do. I can tell. Thank, Thank you. You, you do. Good. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, so good. that's really good. If you're going to do something, do he's it better so than weird. the yeah. boys. Okay. <laughs> <So> good <laughs> good advice. Okay, Cheryl.
4: Uh, so I want to talk about my husband today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, father extraordinaire. His name is Greg no. or Gregory, um, Greg. and he is uh, he's the ultimate. Fan Family guy um, this yeah. is a guy that would put everything aside has literally laid down leadership in ministry and mm. like turned down bigger promotions to just be close to home mm. um, he's just decided that he's gonna be his kids best friend oh. and and really <laughs> is yeah. like like they yeah, they call true. every day there's they're joking I have to be like stop it up there like be quiet <laughs> um, I, I asked the kids for wacky and good advice mm-hmm. uh, one was wacky is if it smells bad don't eat it From, from Greg. <laughs> good, advice.
0: good advice Greg if its Smells bad. Don't eat it. Like for kids, right? (laughs)
4: Um, But this one I really love is um, is uh, my daughter says this: to always trust the Holy Spirit Mm. um, and know that the Holy Spirit will always lead you into truth. I love that. So
0: that's what Greg says. Yeah, and this
4: one's so opposite from me. Uh, Keep your trusted circle very small. Mm. One, two, or three max is all you need. It's good. And I'm like, bring the crowd on. He's like, (laughs) no, no, no. I love that advice from Greg Gregory. Really yes. good kids. Greg Gregory. Wacky and fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I called my dad the other day and asked for his favorite advice or something that was, you know, going to be impacting my life. And he said, I'll call you back. I have a lot. <laughs> Let me think about it and I'll call you. So this is what he said. He said, there's one good thing. I think I know there's many about getting old. You have more years to see how God turns bad things into good. Aww. So when he said it to me, I'm like, are you meaning me, dad? <laughs> because my dad's been through a lot. I mean, a missionary... Um, a missionary. So I'm an MK missionary kid and a pastor's kid. And I think what my dad was trying to say is, you know, he's lived this long life and he's seen God redeem some pretty hard things. Mm. And it's been his kids. We've come through a lot as kids. Mm. He's seen the world change. He's seen people's lives devastated. And as he's gotten older, he has looked back seen that and now sees the good. Mm. And I thought that was really good. I said, dad, that's so encouraging for me as I go about my life, because as you get older, you can look back and go, you know what? That happened, but now years later, I see what God was doing and I'm hopeful for it. So I'm like, dad, that's good. And then I was like, are you sure you weren't talking about me? (laughs) So I love that. So thank you. That's good advice. So we've got Ken, Rick, Greg, Dan, and Paul. Oh, that's great. Love you, Dad. What man? Loved, I know. Well, on that note, we asked a number of people on our Instagram and Facebook to send us their dad advice, and we got tons and tons of responses. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just just throw them out to you, and you guys can just quickly respond, if it's familiar, if you like it or not. So here we go. Judy first says, my dad always told me to be myself, Never let anyone, especially a man, tell me I'm nothing.
4: Mm. Oh, Judy, get along with we my dad. dad. <laughs> great advice. Yeah. That was from Judy. That's
0: good, right? Yeah, yeah that's great. I like that one. Okay, Leslie says my dad is a man of few words, but his actions taught me kindness. Mm. He's always helping others. Oh. And Windex can fix everything. Uh, <laughs> that's my big fact for Christ. That is my big fact yes. yes, yes. yes, yes. Can Windex fix
4: everything? No, I do Well, not. more
2: than I would think,
0: I guess. Windows and apparently a lot of our yeah. things.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Good advice. So funny. <laughs>
0: I like that one. And it's, I also like the fact that they said, he showed me yeah. how Kindness. to live it out. Kindness, oh, right? Yeah. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah. It's beautiful okay. present, yeah. Catherine says, her dad said, if you fail, it's just an opportunity to try again. No. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So yeah. don't be afraid of failure. Yeah, it's just an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are so dad Dads are great advice. advice. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We, we yeah.
2: were saying that we did the Mother's Day show, yeah. we got advice about what mom said and it was yeah. very sort of emotional and yeah, it's all really stuff. loving and the, the men, the fatherly advice <laughs> yeah. has been very practical. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Results oriented. Yeah. Exactly. Life coach stuff. I know, I love it. It's totally yeah. life coach. Okay, <laughs> Stacy
0: says this. My father always told me from the time I was small until I was of working age, I love this, to always treat the janitor of the company the same way as you would the president. Mm-hmm. No one is better than the next. That's amazing. Love that. What do you think of that? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's powerful. Yep. The janitor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a marker if you can say, well, what is the janitor's name or what is the maintenance guy's name? Yeah. And I think that would be a good reflection on yeah. your leadership. Just like
4: honor and value. I love
0: yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I like that one. That's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Leanne said, when I would feel overwhelmed, my dad always responded with, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time.
4: One of my favorite signs. <laughs> like that?
0: Have you awesome. heard that? I've never heard that one. You anymore. haven't heard that one? No. But well, you've mentioned
2: elephant in your, in our <laughs> yeah. in past shows.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I call it time. a pizza.
2: How do you eat a whole pizza? Oh, no That's problem. Slice <laughs> yeah. I yeah. One slice at yeah. a time. Yeah. That's actually really good. Yeah. Just Just don't steady. get overwhelmed. Just yeah. 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 nice yeah. and one steady. Day, one one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Sharon said this is from her husband to her girls she overheard him say to her girls attitude determines altitude.
4: Hmm. Yep. Absolutely.
1: Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you that, mean by that? that? My dad always used to say, winners aren't winners. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. my
3: dad says stuff like that in Korean. <laughs> yeah. Which is what? Say it to Korean. Jing jing Don't complain. Oh. Oh. I'd like oh. that even better. It <laughs> <love> <laughs> say that like, ching ching. Ching ching
0: Ching ching hegema, not even gonna. Well, I love you, that. You know, yeah. The, your
4: gift makes room for winding. you, but your attitude keeps yeah. you in the room.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Silkin says, never spend your life waiting for the next best thing to come. is mm. what her dad said. Because one day you will wake up and realize that the best best things in life have passed you by. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true.
4: Ooh. Yep. Yeah. I, that, I'm making a T-shirt out of that one. <laughs> yeah, like Don't we dwell. we wait and yeah. wait and look and look and it's right it's right in front yeah. of you. Yeah. Yeah. Life. Always yeah. wanted
0: something yeah. better and yeah. Yeah. very practical. Okay, Diane says if something is worth Doing, it's worth doing well. Yes, yeah. and beating the boys. <laughs> beating boys. Okay. I like that one for the end. Okay, and Absolutely. finally, Regina says, stay close to Jesus no matter what. Yeah, oh, that's, good. that's the way to end. Good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Great yeah. ending. Well, that was some really great advice, right? Yeah. I love dads. Very practical. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for all of you who submitted your dad's advice on our Facebook and Instagram pages. We loved hearing from you and your dad with great courage and faith, which leads us to dad, Jonathan Pitts. Well, I sat down earlier today to chat with Jonathan. He's an author and speaker and the executive pastor at Church of the City in Franklin, Tennessee, about a new season of his life. His advice to struggling fathers and how God as his father gives him and his family hope every day. Mm. Because you see, Jonathan and his wife, Winter Pitts, had just celebrated 15 years of marriage and were preparing their family for a new journey as they moved from Dallas to Nashville. But those plans changed in July 2018, when Winter's heart suddenly failed and she passed away, unexpectedly leaving Jonathan a widower and a single father to his four daughters, Alina, Caitlin, Cameron, and Olivia. And he has a lot to say about being a dad, Here's our conversation. Jonathan Pitts, thank you so much for being here it's with good. us at See Her Love.
5: It's good to be with you. Yeah,
0: it's great. How are you doing? How are you doing today? I'll say today.
5: Yeah, yeah. I'm doing good today. I'm yeah. trusting God. Um, he's good. He's faithful. He's generous. So I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah. Good. You look good. I'm trying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are your girls helping you? So let me, let me get this right. So you've got Katie Baby, mm-hmm. um, Olivia,
5: mm-hmm.
0: Caitlin, mm-hmm. and Elena. 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 I always say Elena. Yeah. So four girls. Are they helping Dad?
5: Well, you know, my only goal is to not look like a dad of four girls. So I feel like I'm doing i I'm feel like I'm doing pretty well, but they're helping me all the time. They, they know I need more help than I actually think I need. So, really? Yeah. Are
0: they gracious? Like, do they come up and say, Dad, no, or Dad, yes? Or yeah, how are they with you?
5: It's kind of funny how they do it, but they'll be like, Dad, no, not that jacket <laughs> or not that, you know, just or whatever, whatever, whatever the situation yeah, is. Yeah, so, I love yeah. that.
0: That's good. And you have four girls' voices on you.
5: Yeah, four girl voices all the time.
0: How yeah. are you managing that?
5: I, you know, I love it. I feel like they're each a gift to me. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you have so many kids," and I mean, they're such blessings to me. And so it's been a blessing to have each of them. And they're all different, and they're all special in their own ways. And so it's uh, it's difficult sometimes. It's an emotional, home, but God's been good and just blessed me with, with each of them. So yeah.
0: So good. So as we're as we're looking at you know Father's Day and Father's Week, mm-hmm. we're calling it. And in your in your present situation. How are you navigating? Because I know there's a lot of you know viewers and listeners who are in the same place, and also just struggling even within you know mom and dad, just yeah. trying to connect with their kids and and trying to be a good dad. Yeah. What would you say?
5: Well, I'd say be present, and you know the hardest thing for me to do in this time, um, just thinking a lot about my wife and not having her, my best friend, and even like lacking some confidence because she's not there. She was like really a voice in my life that was helpful to understand what I should be doing as a dad or what I should be, you know, she was just that voice for me. So um, being present is really important because it helps me really see and recognize things that I might, be not, I might be doing wrong or things I might need to be adjusting. And so being present is hard because it's easier to be distracted because you don't have oh, to yeah. deal with yourself and deal with potential issues. So <laughs> right. um, you know, there's some words hanging over my bed, be still that Winter put up there um, mm-hmm. before she passed. And it's a reminder to me from her just to be present and relax and just trust God. So. How
0: do you do that? I, and I say that because i it's very difficult for me to be still.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's awkward, when, especially when you're used to moving fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so especially when you have an iPhone in front of you or whatever device you have in front of you, there's just this reality that it's easier to be not present than it is to be present. So yeah. being present for me looks like leaving my phone in the car sometimes. It looks like wow. leaving my phone in my bedroom. It looks like turning it off. It looks like engaging with my girls in things that um, I might not even necessarily want to engage in, like certain games they want to engage in. I'm not saying I do it perfect. I mess up all the time. Um, but yeah being present is um, the key is like embracing the awkwardness when it feels (laughs) awkward and eventually God's going to give you some neat moments and that's that's how I think about it
4: hey it's Chris friend of See Here Love with Melinda sorry to interrupt this conversation but I just had to let you know that the only way that See Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations so go to seehearlove.com and click on the big donate button thanks for your support Let's get back to the show.
0: Maybe that's what a lot of, you know, dads are afraid of. Mm-hmm. Sort of that awkward silence or what do I say or how how am I supposed to be with my kids? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think that maybe that could be part of it. Do you think? Because I'm just trying to think of, you know, um, a lot of dads I've seen and you know, even myself, I'll say myself too, you know, we like to be busy yeah. and distract ourselves so that we're not present and not being with people.
5: Yeah, the epitome of me not being present would be me with earbuds in listening to a podcast as I wash dishes. Like staying busy. While I'm listening to something like multitasking and all the while there are these four little girls, um, you know, waiting on me. And thankfully I recognized that while my wife was still with me. She actually recognized it. She's like, take the earbuds out and (laughs) sit down. You know, so it's just like I'm always going back to that image because that's the image of me at my my worst. And I still struggle to not be in that place because I like being busy. And there's nothing wrong with being busy, but there's moments where you just need to be present. And relationships are all that matter. I know that more now than ever. Mm -hmm. And um, so for each of my girls, I'm trying to be as present as I can. So.
0: Jonathan, how important is community? Having people be your people. Yeah. You know, how important has that been? You know, in this in this new reality, a new season of your life.
5: Yeah, it's super important. Uh, honestly, like for me, it's been. saving grace that God's given me so my sister who's 41 years old never been married never had kids was praying for a family like God literally dropped her into my family when my wife passed and so she's been a big part of my community she's now part of my family I think about you know Jesus hanging on the cross and he says to his disciple John John here's your mother and he says to his mother mother here's your son and that like that, 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 scripture always comes up around Easter and I never really fully understood it and now I'm like oh I get it mm-hmm. like the heart of adoption that's what community really is the heart of adoption for people that are missing they have gaps in their lives and you know it could be a mom it could be a dad it could be but the reality is that that's the spirit that God wants us to have is one that's willing to dive in relationally, sit in somebody's tears, be yeah. with them, be present. So
0: That's good, and I think that's key because for a lot of people they feel isolated, especially mm-hmm. for dads. Yeah, They're like, you know, where's my support system or I'm feeling really alone in, mm-hmm. in this marriage or being a single dad, whether, you know, separated, divorced, you know, widowed. And I'm always saying to people, it's so important that you have your people. Yeah. Like, him for guys, at least one guy. Yeah. That you can trust, that you can talk to, because you need that. You need that outlet. You need that support.
5: Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard for me right now because uh, I just was listening to some, some, some stats yesterday that was talking about like most men over the age of 35, would say that their wife is their best friend. But they don't have any other even camaraderie and male best friends, And that that, like, if you're a widower like me, there's this reality for me. I sit at home at night and I'm like, Netflix is boring by myself. And so Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to figure that out myself. The reality though, is that God is with me. So he's first and foremost the community I need to be tapping into ultimately every day. And then just trying to find my people. And Mm -hmm. what's beautiful, I moved states, I moved jobs I moved churches I moved everything 2 weeks before winter passed away and everything is new and God's already given me like as I look some relationships that I need to be like pouring into and it's not just about me receiving but it's also about me giving, giving yeah. yeah and i think that's incredibly difficult for men especially older men uh, i just called myself an older man i think um, really? You did actually. <laughs> well at like 39.
0: I uh, know. Um, you're still young, John. Yeah, but
5: I think any man that's not like in his teens, like it's it's a hard thing to do. So I think it's it's an investment we need to make in ourselves. It mm-hmm. feels really difficult and clunky yeah. at times. So
0: you talk a lot about God. Mm-hmm. And God is, you know, and father. And I wanna talk about that because I think that's really key for, you know, as we are talking Father's Day and for you that if you don't have a dad or Mm -hmm. you're struggling in your life that there is this hope that God is your father. Yeah. What does that mean to you? What does that truth of God as father mean to you?
5: Yeah, it means that I can relax. It means that I'm not ultimately responsible for everything. I think for men, like there's a tendency to feel like we're responsible for everything, for for everything. And you know, my wife and I wrote a book together, a parenting book called, She is Yours, Trusting God as You Raised the Girl He Gave You, because we have four daughters. But that was a reminder from a prayer that we, that we, um, wrote called She is Yours, which was all about like just trusting God with the things that you can't control, the things that you can't, um, make happen. And for me, I'm having to do that in a big way with my girls right now, because I can't be a mom and a dad. And, Mm -hmm. um, Ultimately, it's it's about dependence and trusting that there's somebody that cares more about you than you even care about yourself. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: yeah, that whole truth. That truth has really um, helped me. I mean, going through a lot of the difficult things I've gone through mm. from the choices I've made, but that God is Father, and uh, you know, He's He's with you, and He's not going to leave you, and He's sort of looking over you. And I think that's really important for people to know that truth.
5: Yeah, and I think it's important for people that have not seen that modeled. I saw yes. it modeled well. Like my dad yeah. was a humble godly father and a man that loved his children well and so like for me to identify with a god as a father wasn't really hard so i think for people that don't have that especially men that don't have that to like find that in another man like here on earth because it will help you understand it more deeply Um, so if that's a mentor like an older man like a 70 or somebody with wisdom yeah that's important and that's important because there's a lot
0: of really great men out there yeah (laughs) that i'm like you need to mentor you know what would you say to a, a young man um, who's kind of looking ahead in his future and is like, one day I want to be a dad. Mm. What would be your advice to them to, to really actually emotionally and spiritually prepare to say, when I'm a dad, this is the kind of person I want to be.
5: Yeah, well I would say it would start with being a good son and I don't say that like, tongue in cheek, like the reality of being yeah. like, knowing your father better as a son will help you be a better father. And uh, so I'd say start yeah. being a son, start by being a son.
0: So start by being a son. Yeah and then as we get older and we're, you know, we're looking for you know, a partner mm-hmm. and we're thinking about kids, what else would you say to them?
5: Um, I would say going into that process, know that you as a husband, you as a dad, is more about what you can give than what you can get. Uh, so it's more about, it's, it's hard. Like it's, yeah. but it's the, it's the most joy you'll ever have. Like being a hero, like and I'm not saying like, moms are heroes, kids are heroes, but as a dad, like you get the opportunity to be a hero for some other people in your life and it looks like sacrifice, like Superman look like sacrifice Batman looks like that like it's a pain it's torture it's hurt. <laughs> it totally is but it, well, it's and the, Batman's
0: so angsty and yeah. like always in pain
5: but why do we why do we like it so much as humans because there's something about it that is it's like just God ordained stuff yeah. and so I would say you know the Bible says for the joy set before him he endured the cross talking about Jesus it was mm-hmm. for our salvation it was painful but there was joy in it and for me there's no more joy that I've received in my life than being a husband to my wife for 15 years and 27 days and being a dad to my four girls mm-hmm. and um it's a joy in my life, but it's been a lot of pain. It's been a lot of suffering. So I just say, embrace it and just prepare for it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Pitts, you are an inspiration. Thank you so much for your words, and I think for you know dads everywhere that are you know listening and watching, yeah, they can learn a lot from you and what you said. I think just those being present. Be a good son, right? I think that's good. And just know God is your father's key. So thank you so much.
5: Well, by God's grace, I'm, I'm just thankful that he's given me voice.
0: Yeah. And you know what? We're going to continue to pray for you and your four beautiful daughters as, in this new journey and season of your life.
5: I need all the prayer I can give. Okay, thank you. sure.
0: And you're not old. <laughs>
5: no. <laughs> Thanks again. Yeah, thank you.
0: Well, such a meaningful moment together with Jonathan and I and such encouraging advice for dads. Let's continue to pray for him, girls, yeah. and his yeah. four girls. That's mm-hmm. really big and and what did you think about where he talks about one of the key things about being a dad is to be present mm. that's what he said that's the biggest thing that a dad Absolutely. needs to be because yeah,
1: like dads have such they're, it's so he, they're so influential right yeah. and so yeah. when they're present in our lives and Changes I think of my of own dad like I have all these memories of him as a child and like that shapes who I am today yeah. Yeah. so being present yeah. is so huge yeah. yeah
4: and I can speak to that just not having a father in my life just the life choices I would have made and how I would have navigated right. I can right. s- I absolutely yeah. for sure
3: like I've got some peers who are fathers and sometimes they're afraid to even be present because they're not perfect and that's not mm. the point right none of our fathers are perfect yeah. but it's them being present and it's just building that relationship it, the presence of a fathers kind of undergirds you with that confidence and yeah. love oh yeah yeah so
0: Yeah, and that was big. And I love it with when his daughter, who was here, uh, it's Caitlin, but she calls her Katie Baby. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, what's it like? And she's like, well, sometimes he comes out and his shoes don't match. And I have to tell him, (laughs) dad, that doesn't look (laughs) good. I said, good, I know, I'm like, I go, you're well taken care of. So it was really beautiful to to see how community and his his girls are taking care of him. So we'll continue to pray for him. Now, Jonathan talked about God as father. And I asked him, I said, you know, what is, why is that so important for us mm. to know and for our viewers and listeners to know that God as Father is key on all kinds of stories where people don't have a dad or didn't have a great experience? I want us to talk about that because I think that's, you know, on a, on a Father's Day show... That's pretty important that yeah. we talk about God as Father. And we have some verses, um, yeah. Joe, that well, I, kind of relate I, to that. I love
2: it coming out of the interview because yeah. he has this eternal perspective. His wife has died, yeah. but he has an eternal perspective on his hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in Psalm one hundred three, at verse seventeen, it says. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his mm. righteousness with their children's children. Mm. Yeah. And then in Psalm 106, just simply praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his love, his fatherly love, endures mm. mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. It says, I love this from everlasting to everlasting, yeah. that before we were born yeah. to after we die, we are secure in this loving yeah. Father God. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that when we see this kind of father role on earth when when fathers on earth are acting as we hope that they were designed they were designed to be yeah. Yeah. that the the blessing the goodness the The thing that is good in their family happens not just to them, but to their children and to their children. It flows out into their whole family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. From before eternity till after, but it's this everlasting to everlasting, like a legacy and inheritance for your children. Yeah, Yeah, that's encouraging. Mm -hmm.
4: And and this and this blessing we could so easily miss out on, Mm -hmm. uh, because of what has happened in our earthly lives with our own fathers. Right. And this whole idea of this loving father God relationship was complicated for me uh, because I was placing the disappointment and the actions Mm -hmm. of my earthly father on this father and I couldn't make the connection Um, and so it as I grew in my walk I realized that this uh, loving comforting steadfast Mm -hmm. father uh, was exactly what I needed and so to those that are fatherless who take sort of put God through that lens, I I just challenge them to just drop that Mm. and allow this love of God to penetrate your heart. It'll change your life. And
2: not just yours, right? But the generations Generations generations. after you. Whether it's your biological children, or some of us don't have children, but we in a church community are part of the family and we have a responsibility to share that and pass that on to the next Mm -hmm. generation.
3: On Father's Day or Mother's Day you're always reminded that there are those who don't have fathers and the challenge I think is I'm always reminded of how Mordecai who was Esther's older cousin stepped into her life and just raised her like his own. There's a space for those Mm. who have been nourished who have this capacity to be a father not only to their biological children or you know tribe or whatever but to reach out. Yeah. There are so many people who yeah. need that yeah. in the ministry, in the community, as a teacher, as a mentor, as a path right. in so yeah. many ways. That's as a good. business person, yeah. you really need to fill
4: that gap. Yeah. And yeah. this is how the kingdom of God that's is nourished. It's a good
0: reminder because we all can be in that role of father and mother oh, yeah. to those that don't have. Yeah, Absolutely. That's yeah, I, I,
4: that's but, good. And that's why I love Greg. We have bonus kids. We have mm, a lot of bonus kids. I love that bonus kids <laughs> <laughs> and, Yeah, yeah and, and, and it's so important for us to see ourselves as a potential father yeah. and mother yeah. figure to those that are...
0: You know, I asked uh, Jonathan, I said, give some encouragement to young boys Mm. who one day could become fathers. And it was just so good. He's like, that's important. He's like, that's important for us to remind young boys Mm. that one day you're going to be possibly a husband possibly a father and what yeah. kind of man. So prepare yourself now. And I was yeah. like, cause I yeah. felt that for a younger generation, they need to be called up yes. to say, yes. come on, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. women and men, but you know, for, for boys that, you know, one day that's going to happen, you're going to have daughters and how do you want them to be raised and loved? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have sons. And how are you going to do that? And, he, and again, that's when he said, be present. Yeah. He goes, take out the earbuds as much as that podcast is amazing. This is what he said. Yeah. And yeah. you just want to like get away from the world. But your daughters are sitting there and they just want you to be with them. Yeah. Yeah. And it was quite um, actually emotional because I'm like, because it's just a call for all of us yeah. 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 to be yeah. present with the people that we That's love. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Thanks for that verse. I thought those verses are so good. The everlasting, everlasting, yeah. generation to yeah, generation. generation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm learning a lot about this right now as if we've talked a little bit about the show before. My dad's health isn't good. And so as we're seeing him age, we're seeing the power of that legacy right. that I feel yeah. so deeply the meaning of that verse from generation to generation yeah. that his grandchildren oh, are seeing the fruit yeah. of his faithfulness to God, mm-hmm. his consistency, his just get on with it, yeah. attitude. Yeah. You know. Well, Joe, what what did you say to him? You said thanks for raising yeah. me in the church, and he said, "What did he say?" Yeah, I was pushing him around in his home, and uh, I said, "You know, Dad, I'm so glad you brought me to church." And a lot of his mind isn't clear anymore, but he just said it was a very clear moment for him, mm-hmm. and he just said, "Well, actually, we have my parents to thank because they brought mm-hmm. me to church." Isn't first. that beautiful? Yeah. Like, and legacy. it's just this simple a legacy, legacy <laughs> that from his parents to my parents, and now for for my siblings who have children, it's one generation to so the next. Yeah. yeah.
0: Thank you for sharing, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so meaningful. And thank you. I'm like a
2: little I emotional. I, I
0: love my dad, and I feel I wish, in a lot of ways, that people had the experience of some of our really awesome dad experiences. Yeah. But if not, it's just so emotional and amazing that God is our Father right. and yeah. He's got us. Emma. Yeah. And I just right? think
1: of all the lives that are restored through yeah. Christ, like yeah. Yeah. as yeah. God the Father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank
0: you. Thank you one. for sharing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, beautiful thoughts today
0: as we honor fathers all around the world. And for more on our thoughts on dads and God is our father, go to seeherelove.com. All the information is there. And remember, he is good. His love endures forever to the next generation and to the generation after that. And know that you are seen and you are heard and you are loved by our good, good father. Bye-bye.